We are Journals Out Loud. I am your lovely and captivating host, Louise Palanker, here with a panel of wise and wonderful young people. We're here to answer all of your questions about doing this life thing that we all love to do. I've been out there wondering. Wondering. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Get it. Hey. Such a good song. I <laughs> <you> just want to. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He goes. <laughs> ah, Ariba. That was good. So we've got. It's a rap thing. It's a rap thing. It's okay. We've got Sean, Tara, Ryan, Luna, and Jilly and Jabbar. In the studio, we've got Aaron, we've got Andrew, and we've got, of course, Matt Sigmund from Premier Radio, who's busy. He's busy putting a studio together for Steve Harvey. Oh, which is oh my God, I love <laughs> Steve Harvey. I am not yeah. there. I'm not there with you. Do you have that picture? Can you put that picture on the screen? Oh, it's like, oh yeah, work on that. Next week, work on that. Work on that. He's got the picture. The, the studio is torn apart, and he has to build it back up in his own vision. I have a one way beef with Steve Harvey. Wait, why? Like, I don't think he knows who I am, so it's really one way. All right, go ahead. But like, tell me, you don't think. Just he knows like, who you are. Well, maybe he, he does. He may not. Maybe he watches the show, right? Like, maybe. Yeah, he may maybe. be a fan. Okay, um, if he's watching right now, tell him what's up. Well, it's just like nothing qualifies him to do as much stuff as he does. And like right. that bothers me. That He's just a very underqualified person to do Well, now he's he qualified because he has so many shows. But that doesn't qualify. That's like Paris Hilton being famous for being famous. He's on TV well, no, for being on TV. Well, no, if you're a host for lots of shows, then that's building your well, resume. No, no, he's, he's, good quali- host. he's qualified to host a show, but to like give advice and like that kind okay, of stuff. Okay, but Ryan, like, that, like what qualifies a lot of us for giving advice? Like we're just living life. I'm we're definitely we're not, we're not Steve not Harvey. Qualified. We're not like we trying to be. run the world. <laughs> we give could advice. Be. We, we could, could be. We're we not. I, I guarantee you, none Steve of us are Harvey. Steve Harvey. We will <laughs> be like Steve Harvey. We will give be. me like a year. We will be <laughs> a year. like Steve Harvey. <laughs> we will like, not visit us. Trump in his tower. Guys, that is where I, we will have the division between us and Steve and Harvey. And his teeth are too white. Steve Harvey. Sorry, that was the other thing. Go ahead. You're not Steve Harvey. Shut up. I am Steve Harvey. No, okay. So, would Steve Harvey have gone to Pride the way you did and wrecked it? The way you did. No, he wouldn't wouldn't have. (laughs) Yes, he freaking would, dude. (laughs) All right, tell us about your pride experience, please. Um, well, we. Well, do you want to do you want to start with your thoughts on pride? We have show and tell. Because you can you start with and then I'll because. But watch the monitor, Tara, because you're going to have to. Yeah, you want to start. That's when we first. That's okay. us right so, before we yes. got into Pride. This is this is when we're going into Pride and like somebody said, oh, do you want us to take your picture for you? And we're like, yes, we're like, do. absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So we're all wearing sunglasses. We're we're triplets. <laughs> um, it was a great experience. You know, I got glittered by the end of it. Actually, we went we went in. We were like scoping around like all the festivals. Like festival stuff. What do you call like? There were all these like different stands and different stages. There's like, did you guys know that there was like five different stages within Pride? I did not Truly know there was like Coachella. a Latino that's what stage. I, that's how I describe. I thought it was like Coachella. I had no idea what it was going to be like. I just showed up thinking I thought it was because I knew there was a parade. I thought you just like walk around and you have fun and you talk to people. I didn't know there was like right. all these before. I thought there was like one main performance like between like certain amount of time but that was it but like that was absolutely not it there was tons of performances going around all the time like me and Katie Michael were like jamming a lot like dancing around like goofballs and we Jilly and I got bio glitzed which 
follow Bioglitz on, what does that mean? on Instagram. It's, it means that it's, do you want to explain what Bioglitz is? Jen? Yes, it's like okay. safer, I think, glitter for you and for the environment because I guess it's not usually. Is glitter not safe? I, I guess like it's a lot not. of like it's it's glitter, crossfire. Yes, apparently there it's controversial. Glitter is controversial. Okay. Um, but we, <laughs> it's, very, it's a controversial subject. Um, that picture, <laughs> that, is. yeah, those are just some pictures of oh, us. Those are my friends. Yes. Okay, so the brunette <laughs> I work with, her name is Austin. And then that's her younger sister, Brooklyn. I love them is so much. Is everyone named after geography? <laughs> I mean, probably, probably so. But okay. yeah, no, Austin and I work at Pink Taco together. She's a waitress. Wait, you work I'm, at Pink Taco? Sorry to, to, but like I love. There's pink so much taco. to learn about Tara. You love pink taco. Yeah. No way. You have to come in, but you're not 21 yet, so I can't Shh, serve you I'm alcohol. I'm 21 for all you know. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're carrying a fake, then I won't. Oh I don't. I don't know Tara. I do not own a fake. We have okay. to move the conversation so forward. Essentially, essentially. Um, my thoughts on Pride, I loved it so much. I thought everyone was so happy. I thought it was like Coachella, but everyone was just like so happy. It was like a celebration of love and acceptance and just happiness. Everyone was dancing around. Everyone was so happy to be there. Everyone was, um, it just felt like Coachella, but like not annoying it was like it was just no like betches. no no betches do you remember there was like this like there was like this like dance uh dance thing going on between these two guys i heard I, it's right called there. voguing i learned it's called oh, voguing yeah. oh that's what it was they were they were voguing, voguing together literally like okay so one guy's gonna be in front of me the other guy's in front of me this is how their phases were this is how everything was they were just like <laughs> it was incredible is it like a battle it was like, but like they were no, no, no. It wasn't a battle. It wasn't a battle. They were just like they were just like in the moment, and they were loving it, and they were low key battling. But they didn't. They weren't. Were they battling? They, they were but just they were, like they were. They were riding amazing. the wave of each other's energy. Yes, that is such a, a beautiful. Were they on drugs? Right. So were they were. Drugs? But I loved it, no, and I I would like to go back every year. I think it was amazing. I. I really did love it. And I think for like a community that is often oppressed, you know, to just like be in a place that everybody there, you know, was in support of kind of the same mission and the same kind of like heart, like everyone was there to just like celebrate and love and have fun and, you know, celebrate where everybody, you know, where this whole kind of community, how far they've come and where they're going. And I think, you know, the whole journals crew that was out there, we were kind of all just happy to be there together. Sharing and love and phone pockets. Ooh. Well, what? Sharing love and phone pockets. Yes. We, we do have phone pockets. Yes. We were it's so true. excited and, you know, we were talking to so many people and it was just like so, so fun. So and I you think know what? overall a really, really, really fun positive time. experience. And you know what else so I think positive. about pride? Pride has evolved towards like now it's like a gay straight alliance. It used to be just gay people, but now it's not that anymore. It's oh, just yeah. anybody can go to everyone who, who's here is cool because you wouldn't have paid to be here if you weren't cool. So if you're supporting the act then you can go no matter who you are. Yeah, that's really loving. And I think that's wonderful that you guys went and represented journals and um, gave it. Lots of yeah. good hugs out, right? Lots yes. of good hugs. And thank you for letting us go. And and, you know, I think I think, you know, I speak for all of us and saying that, you know, we had a great time. And oh, we. And thanks for really, like tracking yeah. glitter into my house. Good job. I mean, there was no seriously uh, glitter 
everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, glitter. And then I was like, oh no, glitter. glitter. I was like, I'm still I'm finding out. glitter on my face. Glitter on my phone, in my purse. Everywhere. I was like, in my hand. I was like, but this. it's like a little taste of magic every time you encounter something. It was. It was right. like, it was magical. It was truly magical. All right. So we have to talk about the news because there's some weird, there's some weirdo stuff going on in the news. I mean, it's tragic, Always. but we have to talk about it. So I don't know if you guys, because I, I, like my story is you guys were at Pride and I was in Buffalo. So same, same, right? Yeah. And um, Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York. Wow. That's where I grew up. And there was my Uncle Art's 95th birthday. And it was a big love celebration, but with nice. less rainbows than <laughs> what <glitter>? you can. <laughs> and less, a little bit less glitter. Um, so I love all my cousins. And I just posted pictures to Facebook. So you can friend me on Facebook and look at my whole entire family. They're adorable. My family is the cutest. Oh, my God. Is this whole, sh- is is this whole show just a plug for you to get more social media followers? <laughs> is that the entire It's pretty purpose? much what it's devolved. <laughs> into but then I missed the news and this happened so I'm going to read you the headline um, so a girl named Michelle Carter is a 20 year old Massachusetts woman charged with involuntary manslaughter for allegedly urging her then boyfriend to commit suicide in 2014 she became um, her defense I guess is that she became involuntarily intoxicated from prescription drugs as psychiatrist for the defense the defense is always coming up with like these creative reasons why someone did a horrible thing I know it's because my husband is a prosecutor and you wouldn't believe like what people's defense can be sometimes mm. uh, so this boy named Con- Conrad Roy was 18 when he died in July 2014 of carbon monoxide poisoning after locking himself in his truck the prosecution claims Carter then 17 was reckless and caused Roy's death by telling him so she's basically texting him and taunting him to get back into the truck did she know that there was carbon monoxide oh yeah she knew he was trying to kill himself and she was goading him to get back in the truck and texting him that he um and he was texting her that he didn't want to die and she was texting him to get back into the truck so there's more about this we have a videotape right matt she wasn't voluntarily intoxicated an expert witness testifying for the defense says an adverse reaction to the anti-anxiety medication Celexa accounts for Michelle's boyfriend, Conrad Roy, to kill himself, which he did inside his truck in Fairhaven back in July 2014. Dr. Peter Bregan says proof of his diagnosis is seen by contrasting Carter's behavior a month earlier. Note this June 2014 message Carter sends to Roy. Have you thought about getting professional help? Like, I'm thinking I'm going to go away to a place for my eating disorder to help me overcome it and stuff. The place also deals with psychiatric problems and disorders, too, so they can help you. Dr. Bregan says Carter shows symptoms of side effects from the drug beginning around July 2nd, 2014. That's 10 days before Conrad Roy takes his own life. But at this point, she has an involuntary intoxication where she is not forming a criminal intent. But on cross-examination this afternoon, the prosecution aggressively challenges the doctor to explain how anti-anxiety medication, which Carter had been using since 2011, suddenly intoxicates her, changing her brain activity and behavior. And you're now telling us that she didn't know right from wrong at that same time. Well, actually, she thought she was doing absolutely the right thing. All right, so there's a lot of cases where people are taunting each other to kill each other online, or, you know, cyberbullying and that. Like, what? I know that. Look, there's a lot. There's a lot of instances where people are telling each other to kill each other on, via text. I think this may be the first time wow. that there's someone's charged with murder. So I want to get your guys, your guys' thoughts. I mean, my what I find interesting. I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot of things here, but like, what I find interesting is the whole like medication part. 
because I think like a lot of um, teens, especially now, are on a lot of different medications for like ADD or anxiety. And I, I think a lot of especially teenagers don't acknowledge like what like major side effects, you know, can affect us. And, you know, for me, especially like I've been put on a lot of different medications for migraines. And so I, you know, grew up talking to doctors about, you know, how I'm feeling and what's normal and what's not normal. And, you know, so I have talked to, you know, some of my friends who've been put on medications and I've noticed without them even telling me like that they've been acting a little bit different. And just in talking to them, have been like, oh, like, are you like, what's, you know, you've been acting a little bit different lately. Like, is everything okay? And like, have found out that maybe they've been put on something different. And, you know, talking to them about like, oh, if you're not acting like yourself, you know, that's a big red flag. And there's tons of different, you know, medications that maybe you need to talk to your doctor. And I think, you know, doctors sometimes are not you know, great about talking to teenagers, especially about, you know, what, like communicating with them about side effects and about would that cause somebody to text someone. I don't think so. But I think that like in situations like these, well, this is an extreme situation, but like, I don't know this, the, in talking, you know, and hearing that, like, that's just what it made me think of is like, we need to be better about when you're prescribing, you know, there's a reason that we can't drink until we're 21. Right. Like, Asking kids, how is this making you feel? Right. Because and, kids will just go along with whatever up, the program. Exactly. And following up and making sure that everyone is being monitored by psychiatrists or doctors on a regular basis is so important because like we, you know, don't know what normal is, especially when you're messing with what we perceive as normal. So and, like, and when your brain is changing every day. Anyway. Exactly. Ryan. I think that uh, as far as teenagers are concerned, and this is just kind of well known, but there's a very big like idea that that won't happen to me or like I'm invincible I can't get hurt so I think adding on to what you're saying about communicating with teenagers when they're on medications what the effects of that are you may be told oh this is a possible side effect and then you say well that's not what hap- that's not what's happening to me I'm normal I'm the exception to getting the side effect or whatever it may be um, and then also in my personal experience having dealt with anxiety for a lot of my life um, different medications do interact with different people in very different ways but I, and I don't know exactly what happened in this situation just because I haven't seen the text and I don't know the context of it. But I just know that like th- some people have very bad reactions to certain things, but it seems a little fishy that she was on it for years and then all of a sudden one day. Yeah, I feel like we in that little clip, we just saw the defense's case. We didn't see the prosecution's case. So what about if she was just really jealous or angry at this guy and she didn't think that he would actually do it, but this is what she texted. Go ahead, Tara. I mean, personally, I just think that girl just needs to go by because that was just wrong of her to do that. But question, is it bad for me to say that I feel like doctors literally are just trying to put so much medication on kids without like maybe like going like to therapy or something, trying to figure out why you are the way you are and going through it that way? Like, I feel like so many people rely on medication nowadays where I like I just think that like F's you up even more like. Yeah. I mean, I know you said you've been on medication for anxiety and whatnot for you to say I don't think it's bad. I think, it, it's I bad, I think but... like I think people are quick to say that everyone's like super heavily medicated now i think that you know i my personal view is that i think a lot of people need medication i think really? that it, it's super helpful for a lot of people but it's just like but i think, so much stuff in your system i know but i think but i well i think it's a like lot why of, i don't want to go on birth control because like you don't want to keep putting all that right, stuff but I, in your system right but i think what happens is is that a lot of kids 
um, self-medicate in other ways. So they use okay. drugs or alcohol. But what I That's my ask, personal but, opinion. Before we move on to the know. next news story, I really want to ask you guys, are we giving enough thought to what we text and the power that it has? I think no. it's, I think it's <laughs> wrong. I think it's 100% wrong that <laughs> she was telling not. him to kill himself. But my question to everyone else is, like, is it, like... Is it so serious that you should give someone a murder charge? She's not a murderer. She's, she's wrong, not a murderer. She's not a murderer. She, it was it was his choice, and he was that far into depression yeah. that he was going to take his own life. Should you really charge someone with murder? Like I, I just feel like it was. She doesn't already, seem like a nice person. Isn't that the but law? I, I, I think it is kind of stupid that wrong. they're charging her it's, for murder. Like, oh, go kill yourself. Okay, charging yeah, I'm gonna her. Go do it. Like, what's they're wrong that she told him that? Involuntary manslaughter. How do you know? But like, how does that's, she know that he's going to go and do it? No, that's. That's the law. Involuntary. There is a yeah. There is a dis- just yeah. like so. There is a distinction between murder and manslaughter, right. and then the types right. of and there's there's degrees of murder that has to do with how much you planned it and what your intents were. What are other and, involuntary manslaughter cases? All right, like so the, I, I, I can explain the difference someone. just because go I ahead, know because because yes. my husband's a prosecutor. That's so, so easy. Question. So if you go <laughs> down a street shooting off a gun, you're not necessarily going to kill someone but it's an action that could kill someone but telling someone go kill yourself yeah i'm not i mean i'm not an expert i know that there are some laws i know that there are some laws that have to do with like on college campuses like if you don't like help somebody See, who's drunk or like whatever and they die of alcohol poison, like you can be charged with so, like, drunk, so like drunk driving is considered involuntary manslaughter right, like because another it, it could kill there's someone somebody, but your intent right. wasn't to wake up that morning and go out and kill a person mm-hmm. someone but you shouldn't have been drunk and driving listen, if yeah. someone's like Invo- that depressed, but that's not voluntary like involuntary manslaughter so you weren't and the sentences are different and all that right. it is but the point being right I don't know. If someone's that depressed to take their own life, then that's on. I feel like that should be on them. It's wrong that he, she was telling him to kill her, himself, but for him to take his own life and go that far, there had to be some other thing. It feels like any other person would have been, "Honey, don't do a thing. Get out of the car. I'm on my way." That that's the normal human response is to stop him from doing it, not yeah, to I, encourage well, him. I don't think any of us are defending what around. she did. I just yeah. think that. I, I, personally, like, I think that if she had, let's say, like, broken up with him, he probably would have killed himself at that point too. Like, he was in a very bad state, and she yeah. wouldn't be liable if she'd broken up with him. I'm not saying she's a good person or what she said was okay, but to put her on trial for even involuntary manslaughter seems like a lot. I don't think to it's me. her. Fault. Maybe cyberbullying. Honestly, like, that's the level that this is. If you ask, she was cyberbullying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't very nice. Right. That's about it. And it's not her fault that he killed place. himself. Though. All right. So the next news story is uh, one that I think you may enjoy. Uh, a Democratic lawmaker in Rhode Island says um, that all of those pornographic browser tabs aren't his. So what the guy did was his name is Ramon Perez. He was elected to the state's House of Representatives last year. He distributed a printout of a Wikipedia article during testimony last week. However, the file was actually a screenshot that showed not only the article, but also numerous browser tabs open to pages with explicit titles. <laughs> Two contained the word teen, while one had the word young. Uh, oh so my. he's saying that somebody else sent him the screen cap and uh, those weren't his browser tabs, but he's lying. So what's going on, though? Like, is he getting charged with something or this is just like, well, a we do have a video. Set. He just got put on blast. So he's just put on blast. <laughs> he's put on blast. Show it. Throw it to Matt. Recorded, but he did want the public to know he's truly sorry about this situation. He calls it an honest mistake. But now the state house is buzzing about it. Uh, let's see. Bill 5242, Reverend Perez. 
When State Representative Ramon Perez testified before the House Finance Committee on Wednesday night, he hoped to pledge his support for the Automobile Accident Social Protection Act. They're going to give you some papers now that I want to explain a little bit of what is this about. He offered committee members a printout of a Wikipedia article on similar policy in Puerto Rico. What he didn't notice and what's captured in this screenshot of his handout is that multiple browser tabs were pictured on the page. Those headers, which we've blurred out, include pornographic references. According to House spokesman Larry Berman, the handouts were quickly collected from committee members who looked visibly amused. Perez submitted new ones and he's now apologizing. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thank you. We spoke with the District 13 rep over the phone Friday night. He says he got this handout from a friend who had done research for him. He's defending himself via Facebook, letting his constituents know he didn't notice what was wrong until he got phone calls about it. We give something back to the people because... The representative says this is his fault and his mistake. More expenses. As for the bill he was pushing, it's been held for further study. I bet it's not the only thing being held. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Sorry. Oh, Had so, to. So, here's, here's my thing. So, I'm sorry. He doesn't look like that person that might have those browser tabs. Like, he was... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to say hey, that. Hey. I know. It deserves I think, a fair trial. <laughs> I just... I think it's so funny. It just... He, like, imagining it. It's, okay, cool. But here's my thing about it. It's like... First of all, why did that have to be shown? Like, this is, we're talking about bills or whatever he's talking about. Like, why is it honestly that big of a deal what his browser is? Like, why is that even out in the media right now? Like, why is that a thing? Like, I think that's so stupid. Like, they were talking about it. Media didn't need to see all these papers. They're making a big deal out of it. And so what? If he wants to go look at young teens having sex on the no, computer. No, no, no. He no. can't look oh, at no. children having sex. That's not it was, legal. It's old teens. No. It's old teens. Old as in 18 and 19. Hold oh. on. It doesn't. But here's my thing. If he is not like if he's not having sex with those people but he wants he can watch whatever he damn well pleases no one's saying he can't it's just funny so that's why it's it's just funny funny if they were adult porn sites then it's legal but let's face it Tara we're all town gossips he put the screenshot out there himself though it wasn't like the media like went into his browser and put it out there he had. The, he was he, at this. Yeah. He was at the thing, and he showed the screenshot to everyone. Yeah, and else. those were the handouts. The, those handouts. the handouts. He. he tur- I get that, but now it's <laughs> in the public. Like that's what happened. Because it's funny, and everyone wanted to see it. I know, out. but like, let's not judge him. Like, if he's doing a good job, so what? He has browser tabs. I'm pretty sure every guy watches porn. Like, it's okay. I am but- a child of God. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't. Jamar, shut up. I'm pretty, you all watch porn. You all. All right, Tara. Yes, you do. You know what the funniest thing about this is? Is that is that grown-ups don't know enough about the internet yeah, to know a- that a screen grab, you need to, you know, kind of crop it. But why was he in the courtroom with those browsers open, though? Did he not see? No, I think, I think it's it from his home computer. Like a previous night and then brought it. But okay, what I was going to okay, say okay, is you have to pass a test to use the roads. You have to pass a test to use technology. Sure. There's a lot of old people who can't use it. There's so many politicians. I don't remember which one it was, so I'm not going to say because I'm just going to probably get it wrong. But the someone has guy? tweeted out their password on Twitter twice. They've just they've posted. Oh, I think a tweet. it's Sean Spicer. Okay, it was Sean Spicer. Then. I think he wants just, us to hack him. It's he a cry like, for help because I he's mean, in way over his head. People <laughs> just all the time, and they there's those like oh free sex accounts, and they respond like oh yeah baby I'm ready, and they're like oh I thought I was on a different account. Like no, oh, you're just God. stupid. You don't realize people can see it. Like. Old people should not touch technology. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's how I feel. More than anything, it's just a funny thing that will blow over, Tara. 
but in a I, week, like in a he's week. not getting fired or getting anything. Right. Not, like, I I don't know if no. it, there's anything more than boy was my face red at this moment. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so silly to make this a thing. Like, who cares? Go watch porn. Do you boo? As long as you're not doing anything illegal. Okay. But like, yeah. we care. I got a good laugh out of it. I care. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> they showed All right. Me. So kids. But they made it a what, point that what? it was like teens and young. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that's no. true. That's well, true. we don't know if it was borderline or if it was. Like, no, it was. It definitely was. I don't know, but what would be a tip? What would be a tip that you would give to uh, adults who try to at least go incognito? He was just a regular Safari, like not private browsing. Incognito window. They literally don't know how to use technology, right? There's a tab called incognito. Or in Safari, it's private browsing window. Come on, there you go. All right. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Lesson learned, right? That, and, yeah, you know, he could be just like taking this hit because it was his son's browser and he's not going to. He was like, well, someone else sent- needs to exit. Out <laughs> he was like, someone done. else sent that to me. That wasn't me. That's we, what he's saying. Right we now. should have just owned up to it. And been like, All right. Yeah, we're going to dive something. into some questions. Jabbar, would you please read the first one? Sure. I I'm in a long distance relationship. He lives in New York and I live in California. Sometimes he doesn't text me for two or three days. He works and I know he might be tired and all, but how hard is it to text once in a while? We've tried having this discussion already. What should I do? Weezy looking right at me. I do because Ryan and has been on the show Ryan. since he was 14, and this is a question we've had before. Uh, well, also, I was in a long-distance relationship oh, for a while yeah, in were. New York and California. Mm-hmm. I thought oh, that's wow. where you're looking at me. <laughs> All right. um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, my personal experience is long-distance sucks, so let me just put that out there first. Like, sometimes you got to do it. It works for some people. I know people who pull it off really well. My roommate... Has been dating his girlfriend for a long time. They're great at it. I was terrible at it. Jakey's good um, at it. Jakey's really good at it. Um, my experience with like that kind of problem is some people just are bad texters. Some people like when you put te- the element of technology in between things, there's going to be more margin for error, more times that people can be on different pages. And you either have to understand that when you're in a long distance relationship, it's going to be less satisfying than you want it to be and live with that, which is. If you've talked about it and he can't text you more, that's what it is. If you're in a long or you break it off, those if, are your two options. If you're in a long distance relationship, you just can't be a bad texture, though. That's just well, how it works. No, but you are can you be. Like, not you can't. Jake is a terrible. I will say, work. Jake is in a is in a. He's been uh, with his girlfriend for four or five years now. Yeah, long distance yeah, for two years. years. Yeah. Jake is the worst texture I've ever met. Really, and it still <laughs> they, works. They just she He's has so accepted bad. that that is how he is. But do trust, they talk, that's trust. Do they have other on like, the phone? Do they, they do FaceTime. They FaceTime. They... They'll watch Netflix together. Aww. Like they, that's yeah, so sweet. <laughs> and they watch. They they like make time for each other that isn't texting. I think. I, right, so that's yeah. the point. I think yeah. it's mostly you're about not... trust. Am I right? Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's all it is. But if you're not talking for two or three days. At a time. You have to be getting something it's out problem. of it. Like, this is your relationship and it has to be satisfying to you. And if he's not willing to take part in a way that satisfies you and makes you feel loved loved and in a relationship, then that's not working out. Like, if you're saying to us, well, I have talked to him, then maybe this isn't the right thing for you. Because a relationship is two people making the other person feel comfortable and loved. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that needs to be happening. And you can't you can't pull, carry all the weight by yourself. He has to carry a part. If of you it. distrust this person, then it's just not going to work. That's the bottom. No line. matter how much. It's not even just about it's trust, Sean. It's, it's like about not are your needs being met. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think but that, that has to do with trust as well. Yeah, I think it's almost impossible to have your needs met in a long distance relationship. Like part of a relationship is literally like hugging a person. And so even if you meet someone on the internet, eventually your goal is to get together. Like that's the idea there. So you're going to be dissatisfied. To some degree, it's it's whether or not it's an acceptable degree. I will say I don't understand long distance when like a, 
adult now because it's like okay so like are you gonna try to end up being in the same state are you gonna try and not like well, most how people does this have a game plan well yeah, yeah no but like... no but some people actually don't like they might just like be like smitten for somebody that's like in a different state or whatnot and like maybe you guys start dating by then but it's like but you start dating but like what's the ultimate game plan like you honestly like when you're an adult you have to decide that and also when you're a teenager it's like but if are they gonna go to college are they gonna do this are you gonna do that like long distance i feel it's like unless there's an actual game plan it's it's gonna suck i agree that there should be a game plan for a lot of young people the reason they're apart is because of school and because of goals that they're trying to complete before they would get to that part of their plan where they're together. But if it's you just kind of like looking on the internet for friendship on these various social sites and finding someone who you think is cute, and then there's no specific plan about you ever being in the same city, then you have to call Neve and Max to find out if the other person is real. And then it's like a whole big thing. So why not put your social circle in like the, what is it, like a 25 or 50 mile radius of people that you could actually meet up with because after like a couple of weeks of talking online you should get offline and meet the person i mean that would be my dating online dating advice i feel like nine times out of ten long distance relationships don't work but there is that slight chance that your relationship might yeah and that you just gotta like like i said earlier i feel like most of it is you have to base it on trust as long as you trust the person and everything will be fine trust and communication oh yeah those are two things hundred percent next question jilly uh yes how to cure anxiety. Okay, I have to just point out my favorite thing. Questions that are phrased like a Google search. <laughs> right. Yay. Mm-hmm. Fidget right, spinners. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we All right, so about. we were talking. Sean, describe. So Aaron says I'm the only person that hasn't seen one in person. Okay. Can you find a video of a fidget You've spinner? Never Wait, I. Really? I haven't seen one in person. I just see them on the internet. Really? Are you serious? I, I would want one, one that's a GIF that just it's, keeps spinning. It just spins. There's like three weights on the outside. I'm going to get you in one. In the middle, it just spins. Really? Like, you get me one too. Mm-hmm. But I thought you they do did. love me. Weezy, this is a spinner. Okay. So I thought they. fidget spinner. Everyone says it cures anxiety or it cures, you know, being nervous or whatever. I thought this was false until I was in a social situation and I was sitting there and two people started arguing and I had a fidget spinner in my hand. And as they were arguing, I started like spinning it faster and faster and faster. And I was like, wait, whoa, this this actually like works. This is making me less nervous right now. Yeah, it really worked. So there's like a lot of different. There's fidget cubes. There's fidget spinners. I really thought it. W- you were all. You were supposed to do it all like in one hand. So if you're a pro, it doesn't matter. You can do it one hand. <laughs> it depends on how you can. You, you can spin it in one hand and then throw it to the other hand and like try to catch it right in the middle. It's a, it's, a, it's a gyroscope without the ring on the outside. All right, exactly. So you can pull off tricks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's scores. people. There's people that do crazy stuff with them. Did you find one, Matt? He, all right, you flag, flag me down when you find one. There it is. All right, there so, it is. Oh, so we got our fish. But that's oh. like on a table. Wow. Like, oh, there we go. That is, see, see, that's like, that's like a, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's, there, that's a basic one, but then there's also like ones with like blades on oh, the outside. That is so soothing. Oh, yeah. like, Beyblades. Oh, remember Beyblade? The cube has like 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 the the buttons that you can press in, and then like the things that you can like move like when it's like a lock block lock box, and you can like there's a cube one that's really really cool. It's like six different things in one. Okay, but these are like only one way to cure anxiety. There's also medication. Well, y- right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. like okay, well, <laughs> I will. Before we jump to medication, there's a lot of other things. Away from talking to somebody. Talk, yeah, that's all right. So it's I, a really really well, like, when when questions are really short, often we haven't been given a lot of information, so. If you have generalized anxiety, like, on the natch, usually, Jilly, what's the solution? Okay. So, anxiety is normal, first of all. 
getting anxious about certain things is normal. But if you have a lot of anxiety for an extended amount of time, that is not normal. So talking to somebody that you trust, like a counselor or an adult, that's a good place to start. They can help uh, you through that and figure out if you have normal anxiety or something that maybe you need some extra help dealing with. Um, exercise is a really good way to deal with anxiety. Journaling is a really way, uh, good way to deal with anxiety. Meditation, if you can do that. I cannot. I have a really hard time doing that. Um, there is meditation apps, though, like Headspace. Um, that's a really good one. Um, what else do I do? Yoga is really good. What I like walking. Good? Just walk. walking. Walk for like Listening four miles. Listening to music. Um, music is my, my anxiety medication. Right. Uh, I was just going to say the first thing is when you say you're looking for a cure, cures for diseases, uh, anxiety is a predisposition, not a disease. Should be managed. So it's how to cope with and manage anxiety, Mm -hmm. not how to cure it. You don't cure it. Um, Like I said two questions ago or a question ago, anxiety is something I've been dealing with my whole life. Um, There are a lot of pretty much just what Jilly said, like you have to find something that brings you peace. If it's an exercise, if it's meditation or whatever it may be and be able to do that. In some circumstances, you're not going to be able to do that. If you're driving your car, you can't go meditate, right? You can't close. I mean, if you're really good at meditation, right, exactly. (laughs) But uh, sometimes medication can help with that. And other times we all are not perfect. And it may just be one of the many shortcomings we all experience is sometimes you're more anxious than others. That's something I've had to accept is there's not always a solution. Sometimes I'm just anxious and that's a feeling and I let it be and you move forward because we're not meant to be feeling perfect all the time. So uh, for you, Sean, is it listening to music or playing music? That uh, that's that's fun. That's a good question. It's both actually. Like if I'm having anxiety and I like pick up a guitar and start playing, that obviously keeps, keeps my mind off whatever I'm thinking that gives me anxiety. And same with good music. In general, just listening to a good song is just like, very soothing. Do you have soothing. a go-to one? Uh, Ed Sheeran, honestly. Ed Sheeran is like, I will, it mellows me out. Any one song in particular? Uh, <laughs> Icy Fire. So okay. I'm just gonna say that it's not nice. one. It's right. not one no, no, song, no, but that's one of them nice. at least. Yeah, that's one. Of them. And really, just like doing James something Blake like dance around really. the room. Like, don't just listen to the music. Just like dance around the room because when you're done, when you stop dancing, you feel it. Your body feels like oh, yeah. that motion. That <laughs> I'm really just repeating it, what everyone else said, but it's anything that keeps your mind off it or brings you peace and the other thing is if you're specifically talking about social anxiety that's kind of a different thing and you know that's the fear that people aren't going to accept you and so i I find that like focusing your attention on making the other person feeling feel more comfortable takes your kind of concern away from yourself and onto them Mm. and that's like a good little mental trick like like make someone feel warm welcome accepted you know just ask someone how's your day going um, because social anxiety, we all kind of deal with that from time to time. Correct? Absolutely. Of course, everyone does. It's yeah. very natural For to feel that. Sure. Uh, next question, Ryan. Oh. Do, do, do. Uh, I feel like my best friend ruined my chance with my crush. I've liked him for a while and I decided to write him a card with my feelings and my number on it. I spent weeks gaining the confidence to do it, but then on the day I planned to do so, my best friend messaged me her worries about my plan. She said that he could leak it or do all these other things that scared me. I decided not to give him the card, but now I'm having regrets. I put a lot of courage into making that card, and she tore it down unknowingly in a couple of messages. I don't know what to do. Okay, Tara, you look at... She was excited for this one. Yeah, go ahead, Tara. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, she didn't ruin your chances. Like, you can still go and do it. She just was voicing her opinion, and you listened to her, and that's on you. So if you want to do it, go and do it. You don't have to give other people this much power. For sure. Hmm. 
you want to text someone, <laughs> I like you want to speak to that. <laughs> if you want to text someone, just text someone. If you want to call someone, just call someone. I mean, like maybe think about it a little bit and talk to some people. But whatever you want to do, go and do it. Jabbar, what do you want to yeah, say? Yeah, you clearly have some. No, I just like that, Wheezy. You you can't surrender your power to people like that. Um, if you felt you were comfortable enough to do this um, from the start, without you know that pre thought of what if. You know, those what ifs just destroyed you. Why'd you give your best friend that power to control what you were going to do already? It's not logical to me. And also, you don't know her agenda. She yeah. could yeah. like him. She could want to sabotage exactly. this for reasons that are unknown to you. So if you felt ready to do it, then, trust your yeah. own gut. Rye, were you going to say something? Oh, no. I just had this thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, That's dangerous. There, there was this really, really, really bad movie that my dad and I saw when I was like seven, which I loved at the time, about birds. And one of them just like yelled sabotage a lot. That was, <laughs> I don't remember what, I think, I don't remember what it was called, but you said sabotage and that popped into my it head. reminded so you of that. <laughs> He's like, All right. So now so, you know what goes on in my head. <laughs> all right. So we have like an important news update. Breaking news, as they say on CNN, where everything on CNN is breaking news nowadays, right? So yes. breaking news, breaking Katy news. Perry is making good on her claim that she wants to end the feud between her and Taylor Swift. <gasps> I'm making good on my She's claim changing that I want to end the, the conversation about them. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan, listen, this is very grown up. Katie is evolving. All right, she is changing she, the lyrics of her diss track. She made a diss track. Swish, that, swish. She did. That I. In an interview with Ariana Huffington during a marathon live stream that Perry did as promotion for her new album, Witness, the pop princess said that she wanted to make amends with Swift, noting that she was ready to let it go. Absolutely 100%. I forgive her. I'm sorry for anything I ever did, and I hope the same from her. All right. Does anybody know what the what the riff was about? No! Probably about like, What a is guy their here. beef over? About a guy. I'm just assuming. Um, I wish we had. Did they release songs like at the same time or something? Oh, I think she did release an album. No, it was an album or something. Go ahead, Jabbar. Go ahead, Jabbar. Yeah, when like Taylor Swift released her, um, what's the the song with all the girls in it? All the supermodels. Bad blood. Bad blood. There we go. It was targeted towards Katie. I don't know the lyrics right now. Yeah. So that started it around that era. Now we got bad blood, but that was like a year ago. Like yeah, it's been going on since then. They're posting. Oh, they were what? Poaching, poaching backup, backup dancers. dancers. Wait, wait, wait! I didn't hear anyone. Oh, Aaron said they've been poaching backup dancers. Okay, poaching. I have a major mean? problem with a lot of this. Seriously, <laughs> you do? Would you like to hear? Why? I would. Julie, I would love it because we got some time. Would you like? Bring would it. you like to hear why? Um, this is like a terrible um, example. Pinning oh. women against each other. Not, oh, not yeah. like they are. I don't even think this is like women. Like the meat. Like they are actually. This is so bad. No, but this like, is modern day feud, Betty and Joan. So this but, just happens. No, but this should not be happening. Like, like especially yeah. in the public. Like they claim to be great role models for women, which I personally don't think either of them really are. But there's but, boys who have beef online. My favorite. But it doesn't matter. W- women have a problem with supporting other women. We have a huge problem. We an- we immediately make each other like we compete, compete. You guys compete we compete so yeah. hard and we have such a big problem with anybody else winning mm-hmm. and the reality of the situation is, is like there is enough room for everyone to succeed and this is like the worst like example, rep- example. Yeah. like they are both succeeding but like 
they both can't see that. But like they're both succeeding. But maybe Katie is evolving to that point. I don't think so. She is she, doing this for media. They, she's doing this for maybe attention. Maybe we're going to show a clip where she changed the lyrics. I don't believe her. Right, I well, don't believe. She look. made a diss track and then changed the lyrics. She made a diss. She felt bad. Maybe she went to therapy. To I don't and think she, she feels oh, bad. Yeah. She's making a diss. She made a diss track. Like, it was a mistake I, and she knows it. So she's changing the lyrics and being I like, don't it's okay. Think, I want to end I, it. I think that this is so dumb and I don't like either of them. And I think we should just listen to Beyonce. So should she So should she not? try to uh, like also, make it better like she, she think, feels like no, she made a mistake i think by you're making more media dist- i think by changing the lyrics and pushing people back to the song instead of just apologizing and ending it i think i think it's a it's a ploy i think it's a media ploy and pushing people back to the song to listen to it is it's a whole thing i think if she just apologized and and take took a step back that would actually be more genuine than i'm gonna change lyrics and now go back and listen to the song that's my personal opinion it's for the money yeah. I, I think that that's a very good point and I don't disagree with anything you said but as far as the context of like what a diss track is like it, I think it depends on what type of music you're talking about kind of any mean song in pop is a big deal like every rap song is calling someone else out but that's not them I, I know I know right. so I know it's out of context but I think that there's a degree to which it's accepted in other environments for sure I also, on a less serious note, my two favorite diss tracks is B.O.B.'s diss track against Neil deGrasse Tyson because uh, he says <laughs> the earth is flat. But who doesn't um, love him? How is and that That's called thing? Flatline. You can look that up. <laughs> okay. And I don't know if Neil deGrasse Tyson released a diss track back. I think he did. I think he did like a short thing on a show or something. And then also like go on YouTube if... I mean, it's 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 an explicit song, but it's a seven minute diss track of a very sweaty man dissing Kermit the Frog, and it's oh, one of on. things. It's ever. on. Those are fighting so, words. Just if you're <laughs> on a lighter note. A Did you note. have something, Jabbar, on this? Um, Jilly, I kind of agree with you. Okay. Only because it. I think the, the, <laughs> I'll take the kind of. this came after the backlash she got from, you know, appropriating. They want to say appropriating black culture. And she got a lot of backlash for the videos and doing things on stage that were, quote unquote, black. So everyone was attacking her. You know, you, you just like most artists, Miley Cyrus was a part of this as well. And I think yep. this backlash really got to her. And she's like, OK, let me take a step back. And, you know, I see why people are mad. And this I'm going to apologize for. Mm-hmm. So I can see why she's like, OK, ooh, this might jeopardize my career. I need to get it together. And she's like not the most relevant person right now. Like yeah. Katie Perry. Yeah, yeah. She's how not dare put, you? She's not put out any amazing <laughs> songs. She just like, put out her album. I didn't listen to it yet. Exactly. Or fire, well, we're gonna, exactly. 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 We're going to show a clip. This is her. She's she, part of the live stream. Yeah, clearly, this, maybe I'm. <laughs> she did she, as part of the live stream. She did an outdoor concert where she held that she held for her fans at the conclusion of the live stream. She performed "Swish Swish," but changed the lyrics of the first line from "Don't you come for me," swapping it out for "God bless you" on your journey. <laughs> When exactly. did, when did she oh, play? baby girl. When did she I mean, that's some poetry. Respect. <laughs> the war of words, well, it's just heating up, guys. She pulled a Miley Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Katy Perry is sharing her side of the story about her and Taylor's epic feud. Now, she told James Corden that the nearly three-year-long feud, that's a long time, was all over, get this, backup dancers. On the Carpool Karaoke Primetime Special, she said, quote, there's a situation. Honestly, it's like she started it, and it's time for her to finish it. Ooh. Perry went on to <laughs> tell the hands. late, late show host <laughs> that the rivalry started over three backup dances and that she tried to talk to Swift about it, but Swift wouldn't speak to her, going on to say, quote, it was a full shutdown. And then she writes a song about me, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool. That's how you want to deal with it? Karma. 
Ouch. Now, Gordon asked Perry if the feud will ever end, and the Swish Swish singer responded that she's ready for that, quote, BS to be done with. I know, ladies, why can't we all get along? Mm-hmm. Saying that she wants women together and not divided. Now, in 2014, Taylor Swift told Rolling Stone that her song, Bad Blood, you'll remember that hit, was also about another female artist who, quote, basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. Now, though she hasn't ever confirmed what female artist she was talking about, who could it be? Mm. Now, last week, Perry raised eyebrows when she released her latest single, Swish Swish, which was assumed to be a diss track and by listeners and fans. Mm. Ladies, ladies, ladies. All right, so I really do think that uh, ultimately this doesn't matter. But what Jilly was saying is it's a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff that isn't stuff. And there's plenty of room for everyone to be excellent. Because there's a lot of like not like subpar quality stuff out there. And so greatness, there's plenty of room for that. Why? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, especially if you're like the backup dancers, like that seems like a dream come true to work with both of them as opposed to just one of them. Well, they can't. That they were, they, but people poach backup dancers all the time. Like that's, no, no, no. But I'm sure like they couldn't be on tours. It was like on tour. It wasn't for the music videos. Yeah. No, but the moral of the story is, is like they, like I hate the feuds, right. and I know you like it because I, I, I don't know drama. if I I don't know if I like it's the drama. Fun, I, I want like, people to learn and grow, especially for like for like girls and women and like whatever. Like we have to stop it, and we have to understand that like there is room for everyone. And when it comes to guys, and when it comes to success, and when it comes to all of it, like we have to support each other and we have to understand that like when it's our time, it's our time. And mm-hmm. when it's not, it doesn't mean that it was supposed to be ours. Right. But I don't want to imagine a world where women are the only ones feuding because that's no, but I'm saying, I'm saying it's different. I'm just saying, you're saying different. we have to hold ourselves to a higher standard. No, I'm just talking about women right now. Okay. Sean, I didn't have anything to say. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I, but Sean, I, I, you I, have I know to. what you're I meaning. Like name, don't, uh, what, what, what? I know what you're you mean, wanna, what you right. mean about that because like women, you guys are looked down upon all the time. You guys don't get paid as equally as men. You guys, you know, don't have the same power, and that comes financially to men. So when right. you guys are fighting against you get each other, why not come together and raise that bar for exactly. women? Exactly. Like I totally if get we're that. if we are putting each other down while men are also exactly. putting us down, it's like it's a double thing. And if I, we could just I like. Agree. If we could kind of lift each other up a little bit more and allow space for other women to shine also. But would you allow a little bit of space that maybe Katy Perry is trying to do that right now? Well, I think maybe now, I would hope that now she's trying to, but I I think, you know, she could have not made a diss track, like, to begin with. Why don't we ship her and Steve Harvey off and never see either of them? (laughs) Let's see what what happens from this point forward. If she's still, like, she's, you know, stirring beef with everybody. Every time she's in carpool karaoke, then we'll see that there's a pattern. I just, I think dragging... Yeah, I just I think that's the moral of the story. And I think that anybody who claims to be a role model for women like needs to pay a little bit more attention to what that yeah, should mean. Because they're both not just role models for women. They're role models for young, young well, girls. Well, that's what I mean. Sorry, yeah, role models exactly. for young girls. Like when they are claiming that that's their their kind of like M.O., you know, if you don't claim to be that, then like that's totally fine. But they have they that's what they are saying. Right. So I just think you have, there's a responsibility there. They have a standard that they have to hit yeah. every, every day. Uh, so I'm going to have Sean read the next question just because I think it will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got personal experience, right? <laughs> so much personal experience on this one. All right. Oh my goodness, Luna. <clears throat> no, this dog loves me more than you. I just started my period. <laughs> you 
You did? Wow. <laughs> How do I tell my parents without freaking them out? And also, do I have to tell my dad? Yeah, you do. So you, Sean, not do. Not anyone else. Sean, Sean, you are going to freak them out. Why? No, Sean is. Sean. Oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> that Sean. will freak out. Okay, your go ahead, Jilly. Go ahead, Jilly. <laughs> you really should tell your dad. I didn't. I didn't write this question. Just so you know. all right, Jilly. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna freak them out. Just tell them. Do you have to tell your dad? Did I. No. I say no. no. You don't. I say I no. You do dad. not have to tell. Dads. I think the mom. But your will go mom be like, will. Yeah, go tell the I dad. just told yeah. my mom. And it's not she a big deal because told my dad. I'm sure at some point. At a certain point, your dad will look at you fine. and assume that you have your period. <laughs> really, not that big of a deal. <laughs> not at all. I mean, periods feel like a big deal because it's happening to you and happening to your body, and it's a very I brand new pumped. thing. And it's a completely thrilled. weird thing to have to happen to a period. A person, let's Did be you just honest. Say you were pumped? I was. I was. The I was concept really is so bizarre. You know, when you're nine and you think about it, you're like, holy, Wait, is that going to happen to me? That's like such no. an odd thing beforehand. to happen to a person's body. Nine? No, she's saying like, when, you're when nine, you first you realize that that's going to happen oh, to you, you like, freak nine? out a little bit, right? Nine wasn't the age that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Well, you just sent the question in now. Think so. about what happens to us once, once a month. That's not pleasant, okay? So when you first hear about it, you're like, let me be the one that that happens to at 16. Like, but some girls are like, see it as a mark of becoming a woman, and they're ready for it. Then it comes, and they're like, it's like oh. Debbie Gallagher on Shameless. She was right? so excited to get her period. So you think it's totally weird, totally embarrassing, because it's happening to your private parts, but it happens to half of the population of planet Earth. So 51%. you do need help. You need one-on-one attention. You have to tell your mom or the nearest female who's a grown-up. They all understand women are here on Earth to help each other through your first period. That's what we do. We have supplies. We will help you. Jilly. Um, yeah, I mean. I, <laughs> any first period stories, ladies? Oh. Yeah. Can go I? ahead. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So I was always joking around with my mom, and I like I was always like kind of saying like, well, I'm going to be but I really, I never really did. <laughs> Sean's face. And right then, <laughs> why were you? Why were you jokingly I saying it's your mom? Because like, I, because I was, psych. <laughs> because I was twelve and I was being just a stupid little girl, and so there was this time where like I got to do this like this whatever movie in Atlanta, and I had a couple lines in it, and we were doing like a premiere and whatnot, and I went to the premiere, and then I went to the bathroom, and then I started like, and then it happened. And I was like, I run out of the saw I'm like mom I got my period she's like that's funny Tara and I'm like no I freaking got my period that night it was the worst freaking thing in the world we had to like go to CVS we had to get tons of pads like I couldn't stop crying like it was the worst thing ever and it was like at this premiere so I was like seriously but she didn't believe me at first because I was like the the boy who cried wolf so much the girl but, who cried period yeah the girl <laughs> who cried period um but yeah so then it happened and it was honestly like just like you know it hurt like a mother mm. yeah it's does hurt not, and you should not, not go it alone you no, do need to tell somebody like I, I mean my dad freaking knew he was like we had to go to cvs we had to get the pads like he didn't care he's just like it's gonna happen like he's been with he's been with your mom for a while he knows what periods are don't worry he's not gonna he's just gonna shut up and let you do you and let you be around your mom like uh, dads are cool like they understand they get it back up when it comes to this so yeah that's my period story for you yeah, also like you sure don't you have, have to- extra stuff with you at all like bring it to school you don't have, have to do 
the embarrassing thing, like tell your dad, your mom will take care of that. What you do have to do is tell, if you've got a mom who lives in your household, then you have a period expert who lives under your roof. She can answer any period related questions and you should start that dialogue because you're going to have more like, why is it late or why is it heavy or why is it lighter? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, so start that conversation with your mom because she's there to help. Next question. Next question. <laughs> Sean's like, can we please stop talking? <laughs> Sean's embarrassed. All right, Sean, you get to read the next question. I didn't want anyone to know that happened to me, guys. Okay. All right. You get to read the next question because I made you read the period question. Okay, go ahead. Uh, My boyfriend has cheated on me multiple times. (gasps) Why is he still your boyfriend? All right, I'm going to keep continuing the question. Sorry, am I too loud? Sorry. Uh, I moved in with him when I was 18. Now I'm 20 and honestly have nowhere to go and I can't support myself, so I'm stuck here. I love him, but I'm not Mm. attracted to him anymore. and And he irritates me so much. I do not know what to do. There you go, Tara. That's all you. How are you? All right. Okay, so I lived with my boyfriend when I was 18, 19 years old for three years, my ex. And he didn't cheat on me, so I didn't have that. But when you're saying that you have nowhere to go, you can't support yourself, you're stuck here, you love him, but you're not attracted to him anymore, and he irritates you, I'm right there with you. Love the kid was not in love with you. I didn't care for you. I didn't want you touching me. I didn't want anything from you. And I was worried financially. Like I'm literally in the same boat except the cheating. Honestly, you are not happy. You need to cut that off. You need to, if you can't support yourself, you need to find a way to do it, whether it's calling your parents or going out and finding a job. There definitely is somewhere you can go. If you have friends, if you have something, you can figure it out. You just need to like have the confidence to do it. And I, I, pers- I believe in you. I think if you're unhappy and you want to change something about your life and you already know that you don't want to be with this guy, get away from him. Do it. Take a leap of faith. It's going to freaking be hard the first couple weeks. But once you do it, it's going to be so much better for you. So get the confidence, figure it out and go leave him. Bye. Yeah. Well, that. Uh, for sure, um, but I, I, you know, I'm not going to speak on on what you consider love to be because I guess everyone has different different definitions. But for me, you know, if you're going to say you're not attracted to the person, so you're not into them physically, and you're annoyed and irritated with them, so you're not really into them emotionally, I'm failing to see where you love this person. No, 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 no. you can love them. No, you can let love me fin- them. Let me finish. Let me okay, finish. Sorry, I think that you have a misconception of what you love and you love what you had before they cheated on you, before you became irritated with them. You love the history you have with that person and you love the good memories you share. But the person you're with today, if you're actually constantly irritated with them, so you have an emotional disconnect and you're not physically attracted to them, I don't see what you're confusing with love besides memories and a past sense of that relationship. Mm -hmm. And to that, um, you probably were in love with this guy when you were 18 yeah. and you moved on. You're that's the like that age gap right there is like when you're growing so much. Like I from when I was 18, 17 years old, I moved here from New Jersey to California and I have learned so much things. I have learned so much about myself and I have moved on from relationships and it's not your fault that you probably moved on. You're not attracted to him. And we don't know that if she's not attracted to him physically, she can be, but attracted to him emotionally on a phys- uh, emotional level. I mean, if someone um, was cheating on me, I would be not attracted. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because I mean, with I the cheating, like, how are you still? That would be a big right. thing that I would not want to be a part of anymore. I mean, <laughs> I don't agree with, with the love part because I will say, like, I have took a lot of time within my breakup to really think about it. And it... it I 
irritated, not attracted, like all that stuff. And honestly hurt after the fact with the communication that I've had with my ex. But still to this day, if the kid ever honestly needed anything, I spent four years with you. I did so much for you. I did love you, even though like I'm not in love with right, you. you love him, but you're not I'm not in, love, in love, but I love you as a person, even though I like I wouldn't care anything that happened to you right now. I'd be like, whatever. I would still deep down love you and i'm here for you would you feel the same way i don't know but that's just me as like i'm a cancer we're very emotional people we love people but if i took four years with you dude i'm still gonna love you but i'm not gonna want to be with you i'm not gonna want anything to deal with you but i'm gonna Wait, love so you. what part of that is love it is is like I like you see what I'm saying. I don't want. No, I could care I less it. if it happens to you, but deep down I do. What that's, she's that's, saying is a shared history, is. A shared it's, history it's, with the which is what I'm saying. You're in love with that shared. Have history. you had that habit? Have you lived with someone for three years or four years and then been like bye because of stuff because you fell out of love? Yeah, but, but no, I, I don't, you I don't have that. you. Okay, so then you can't. So talk I can't on speak it. to love at all. No, but not you haven't to been love. cheated on, so you can't answer the question. Well, I can't answer the question <laughs> and the cheating. But okay, even if then he no, cheat, right? I mean, if that's like, how we do it now. If my ex had cheated on me, it's so it's like I spent four years with you, being with you, doing all that stuff. Like, I mean, it's it's. Like, I've thought about it a lot. I have. I'm not in, because in love and love are two completely different things. Like, there are people that I genuinely love because, like, they're like, I love them as, like, my friend or something. But, like, this guy, my ex that I spent four years with, I do love him. I'm not in love with him. Am I upset with him right now and everything? Yeah, but, like... But isn't sorry sorry I think what so I didn't mean to hit you like I think Tara's trying to Thank say you. Tara's trying to say Please. Tara's trying to say there's different kinds of love right but there's we're being in love right. and then there's loving like okay you don't love your family the same way you love your girlfriend right, but we're, we're talking in, in a romantic context like no, this we're is not. Talking about any well, yeah, we are talking, we're talking about, about a relationship. Like, yeah, oh, I love my best God. friend. I'm not in love with my best friend. Like, that's I, th- I, th- I agree with both of you. What okay, you I don't was? think it. Good, but sorry, I don't know that it matters. Well, I was just gonna say, I, I guess it is to some degree semantics, like whether, like just she's using saying, the word. But she's saying, what, what do I do? Also, right, so also, also. Right, so wait, 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 wait. So the question is, this person is 20, dependent. They were an adult yesterday. They don't see a personal infrastructure that doesn't involve this person, that's why they're writing. Because mm-hmm. everything that's in here, not attracted to him, he cheated on me, it would be like, bye, why are you writing us a letter? So we're here to inform you that there is life outside of this person. I thought you, I answered it well. Like, because Tara, you found roommates, you found a situation, like you rebuilt your situation that didn't include a boyfriend, and that's very possible, mm-hmm. and you should. Right, mm-hmm. correct? Well, yeah. Weezy, what you said, you said you used the word infrastructure. That's that's perfect. You said you said you don't see an infrastructure without that person. There is not one right now. You have to build one. That's you what infrastructure is. It has to be constructed. Yeah. So you start at square one with nothing, and then you build a base for that. You find roommates. Yeah. You get a job outside of you know whatever you have going on now, and you build on that. That is what you said, but sir, there's sort of a danger of reaching adulthood so attached to a person because you no. never ever you know have yeah. developed that independence <laughs> that is necessary because you're not always maybe. You're not always going to have someone who preach. is in love with you who's helping you pay the rent. Like, you've got to figure out how to do life. Preach, Wheezy, preach. <laughs> I was in a relationship for two years, and I relied on this girl financially. She was very wealthy. I relied on her. She paid for everything. Is her name Madonna? <laughs> Jabbar We're just trying to find, because Jabbar has like a mysterious <laughs> private life. He okay, does. go ahead. He does, though. But I, I relied on this girl to do everything for me, um, 
uh, to feed me, to uh, borrow her car, whatever I needed, she was there for me. And then eventually, once I got older, once I hit like the age of 19, 20, I said, I don't like living this way. I want to grow. I want to be independent from anyone. I don't want I don't want to depend on my parents. If I have to lean back on them, of course, but I don't want to depend on anyone. And that came with me. I always said I would never get a job because I don't I want to just do my acting out here. I don't want to get a regular job. I never even had a regular job, but I just was like, F it. I'm going to get a job because I want the money. I want to feel independent from you financially. And then, you know, just getting your assets together on your own just makes you feel so much better as an individual. So you don't have to rely on someone for that support anymore. That that is like the main part of like cutting off all those. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those make you feel empowered. Sure. All right, so that is what we recommend. Let's move on. Tara, have you read yet today? I have not. All right, let's do one more question. We can go as long as we want because we're not live today. We're just, you know, we're doing us. Okay, so which one? Like the next one? Which one? Well, you have time for one more. You pick one that you really love. I don't know. Jilly, pick for me. One, two, or three? Two. Uh, okay. Okay. I just yelled one out. I have a crush on my friend and neighbor who is two years younger than me. He likes anime, so whenever I go out shopping, I see stuff that he likes and I buy them. It's kind of a weird question. Um, I always want to give it to him, but I guess it'll be awkward. Would you like it if somebody came to you and gave you something like that? Would it be weird? I don't think it would be weird. So just, I mean, like they're your neighbors, so you know them. Um... I mean, I like receiving gifts. So, like, if my neighbor wants to come bring me gifts and he's two years older than me, like, why not do it? Please. Thank you. If you have a crush on the guy, you know, and you know him, it's not weird. I think giving someone a gift can be a hint. It can be a little, hey, I got you something. It can show that you're interested. If you don't know the person very well and they just happen to live next door to you and you know their interest, it's creepy. I don't know my neighbors. They brought me a gift. I'd be like, yo, why do you know I like sports? Like, you like this is too much. But if it's someone I talk to on a regular basis and they're like, hey, you know, I got you something, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's really sweet. Like, and then I think about it, you know? So it just depends on the circumstances there. No matter who it is, no matter who it is, though, if like someone thought of you and got you whatever that may be, even if you hate that, I feel like it's like the thought that counts. That's how I always. It's definitely a romantic gesture. And I know that when you have a crush on someone everywhere you go you see things that they would like yes so it really just depends on what kind of friendship what what kind of friendship that you have struck up jilly thoughts Honestly, I have no idea. I'm so bad at this kind of stuff. So if like some guy that <laughs> lives next door, some birthday. guy lives next door and you've talked to him like a little bit casually and he ding dong cupcakes. Mm. Cupcakes is different though. <laughs> I, I mean, think there's um, difference between cupcakes and something you specifically like. Yeah, I oh, mean okay. there is. Do you not like cupcakes? There is like anime cupcakes. There's a difference. Yeah, <laughs> I don't cupcakes. really know. How would you feel, think... Like say if you told me, all right, me and you are like a little thing. Okay. And you told me about you like, I don't know, superheroes. And I brought you a bunch of comic books. No. What would you think about that? Can we, okay. I like Beyonce and you. I love Beyonce as well. I know. So Beyonce cupcakes. Well, this is just meant to happen. Right <laughs> this is just meant to I would think it's, but I don't know that I would necessarily think it's romantic. Like, I don't think like. No, the context is, is, is important. Right. But then how as a neighbor, like that's my, but see, like that's also my problem. It's weird. If it was your birthday, right. And like I showed up with a gift, you would make nothing of it. It's your birthday. That's a normal gesture. It may be particularly kind of me, but it's a normal gesture. Yes. If I like, like was just hanging out with you and I was like, Hey, you know, like I got you something. And it was just like a random day. 
you would kind of pick up on the fact that that was different. Not necessarily. I would hope But that's would. my problem. Jilly never picks okay, up. Okay, so Jilly, with Beyonce, if I bought you like lemonade, that her whole discography, you would be like, okay. <laughs> this guy likes me. Okay, I get this it. Is a, this is a me problem. This is not a you problem. I would say, it's situational. It's not, I would say it really depends you on your friendship, but he will see it as a romantic gesture if you... Unless he's Jilly. Unless it's me, unless it's Jilly, and it's just like whoops, a big problem. We love you. Thanks for being with us. We are our, we are Journals Out Loud, and you can find us online everywhere at Journals Out Loud. Please subscribe to this channel and thumbs Ooh. up because we like you and we want you to like us back. I love Otherwise, this song. it would just be weird. <coughs> Let's get turned to this. Wake up, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Wake up. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Aaron Bach, Ooh. and all the kids <laughs> on the. <laughs> 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 <laughs>